<laughs> What's good? <laughs> What's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast redraft episode. And Vic had an itch, blew me off, made me start laughing, and now the whole intro's off. I'm just playing. Hey, this is where you come for your fantasy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. Got Dynasty Bro Vic, aka Chief Sosa. What's up, people? Am I too loud, bro? I feel like I had too much energy right there, bro. And because when you came in, you didn't match mine. Do I need to scale it down? Yeah, that's a better level. I can hear you better at that level. So all right, bro. My bad. My bad. Hey, uh, what are we rolling into? Week 10 right now? Week 10, man. We in the thick of the season. Yeah, man, we're going into the where it really, really matters, man. You need to know where you're at, and you need to start making these final roster moves, man, whether it's waiver wire, whether it's trades. And I know your trade deadline is coming up, so we got a fire-ass trade episode for you guys. Uh, I got a couple people. He got a couple players that we're going to talk whether to trade for or trade away right now because you got to make those decisions, man. So I'm excited, man. How you doing in your leagues right now, Vic? Man, I'm in too many leagues, bro. So I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, I'm at the top. I'm in the middle. I'm at the bottom. So, um, you know, given this redraft, man, um, I'm, I'm definitely trying to make these uh, final pushes. So I'm, I'm actually, like I said, literally all over the place. How about you? Uh, I'm in one redraft league, bro. I'm seven and two. And I feel like I have the worst team in the league for some reason, bro. Beating me up. I got Kenyon Drake. I got Michael Thomas. My first two picks, 14 team, bro. It's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's what that's it. Nah, you got it. No, nah, I was going to say a team like that, man, you get in the playoffs, you can do some damage, especially with that Michael Thomas. And hopefully, uh, Kenyon turn it around for the playoffs. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. But nah, uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, just kick off, man, getting into these players, man. Cause, uh, we got a couple interesting ones, man. So I'm excited to uh, hear your trade away. I feel like we've been speaking on them, but uh, ain't nothing like hearing Vic reasoning on why we should kick players off our team. So um, I feel like I should start off because I want you to end on your trade away. All right, that's cool, bro. <laughs> it's the most entertaining. <laughs> All right, so look, this is what we're going to do, man. We, as a fantasy community, are going to forgive Will Fuller. For all of his unhealthy seasons, for all of those nick and knack injuries game by game since he's been in the damn league. And we're going to go trade for Will Fuller. You want to know why? What do you think about when you hear Will Fuller, Vic? Uh, Boomer bust, you know, uh, one or two big games throughout the year and only a matter of time before he gets hurt. All right, let's talk about the guy who has double-digit points every game besides week two. Six straight games with a touchdown. And we all love Watson, right? We yeah, love yeah. Watson. He's finally his number one. And he's healthy, bro. Ten weeks. If I told you, hey, Will Fuller is going to be healthy for ten weeks straight, would you have believed me? No, nah, I wouldn't. All right. He's going into his uh, his contract year. You know, well, this is his contract year. And he's playing for some money, bro. And um, he's out there balling. Uh Houston Texans do not have a good defense. So every every week, Deshaun Watson's out there fighting for, you know, those dubs, those yards, you know. And this guy's going out there, going against the number one cornerbacks and just dominating, bro. He's a big guy. He's fast. We all knew that. We were just all scared because of his injuries. So uh, I'm excited to see Will Fuller, man. He's actually took the next step and looks like a receiver, not just to go deep 
I can catch a 50 yards guy. He's actually going out there being a possession guy, making big routes. And uh, he changed, you know, some the little things about how he runs. He said he, he knew that he was always banged up and injured. And it shows, man, show and prove. And he's out there balling. Nobody really wants Will Fuller. Before a guy who's having a top 10 wide receiver season, you could probably go get him because nobody thinks of him as a number one receiver. What'd you think about that, Vic? Did I sway you any? You did, man. Um, you know, you know, like you said, he's he's looking like the number one right now. Of course, they still got Brandon Cooks in the mix, but that Houston Texans offense, man, they definitely got to throw a lot. So, um, yeah, I like the call. He's staying healthy. Um, and really, if you know, if we, if the injury concerns weren't there, this is the Will Fuller, like you said, we've all imagined. So it looks like it's all come together. I don't know what is this, his fourth year, fourth year, fourth year. So it, it you know took a while, but hey, he's he's the guy, man. So I like it, man. Definitely like the call. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Vic, give me your guy that the fantasy community needs to go trade for right now and redraft. Trade for right now, man. Look, let's go to the tight ends, bro. Go get Mark Andrews. I know he's off to a slow start. He's the number nine tight end right now. Um, he does have five touchdowns on the season, so but he's had a slow start um, in terms of just keeping that consistent top three, you know, fantasy production at the tight end position. He did have a tougher schedule early on. You know, mind you, you know, he had to see Kansas City. Of course, he just played Pittsburgh. He played my coach. Those are all tough defenses. But let's fast forward to the playoffs. So his playoff schedule got the Cleveland Browns. Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Giants. Those are all league winner type games. And even the week before the playoffs, got the Dallas defense. We know Dallas gives it up. Like they're just wide open. Anybody can score on that on that defense, man. So now's the time to go get you Mark Andrews, especially if you're a team that lost Kittle. Um, you know, if you don't have a Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews is cheap right now, man. So he's a guy I would trade for, especially if you got like a Mike Davis or someone you could flip, just give him someone like Christian just went down or you know, there, there are plenty of guys right now that are banged up. There are temporary plays that you can just flip and go get some Mark Andrews cheap. How do you feel about that, man? Mark I Andrews? agree, man. Um, we might need to talk that in the Empire League. Hey, we might need to talk that in redraft and in Dynasty, man. Um, you know, he everybody's nervous about that whole offense right now. Some Lamar, some Andrews. But uh, I do admit they had a hard schedule. Top of the year, man. But once they start clicking, you already know who the number one guy is in that offense. Yep. So I'm yeah, excited man. about that, man. I will go get some Andrews. Absolutely. All right. So look. So I, I sent you my trade away guy, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> let's uh all right. Let's talk about running back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which running back? <laughs> uh, let's talk Ronald Jones, man. Um, came into the season, had a slow start. I think he was adjusting to – the whole offense was adjusting, man. They wanted to let Tom Brady throw. You know, that is the Bruce Arians offense. So, you know, Ronald Jones started off slow. I will admit that. But then, you know, they go get Fournette. And now it's like Ronald Jones won't have a season at all now because they got Fournette. Now everybody's scared. You know, Fournette goes down. What does Ronald Jones do? He goes on a tear three games straight, balling. He's catching passes out the backfield because they don't have that set pass catcher. Um, he's he's rushing over 100 yards for those three games. He's getting touchdowns. He looks like a number one running back. Fast forward, 
Fournette misses those three games, come back for three games. Ronald Jones is even struggling to to break the the double digit mark just in regular fantasy points. Man, he, you know, is the, the offense looks like they're struggling to keep up, so they have to throw the ball. And for some reason, Leonard Fournette is the pass down catching back. And I never even thought he was a pass down catching back when he was playing with uh, the Jaguars, but for some reason. He's the one they picked to throw it to because Ronald Jones is that bad of a receiver out the backfield. I don't know what kind of game script they're they're going to have now. Rob Gronkowski is stepping stepping it up, and um, you know they got Antonio Brown. It just looks like it's going to be Tom Brady in the passing offense show. I don't think I want anything to do with Rojo going forward, man. You know it sucks to admit it, but if Fournette's going to be in there on third downs and getting the catches, Rojo down near ain't shit if he ain't getting the goal line plays. So how do you feel about that, Vic? I know that was your guy top of the season before the Fournette play happened. What do you think about Rojo right now? Yeah, man. Like in, in some leagues, I'm running Rojo as an RB2, and it don't feel good just because, you know, where I took him, like you said, I was pounding the table for him in the offseason. This was before the Fournette news when, you know, the, the grass was green. It looked like he had a clear path, but fast forward and insert Fournette. So he's definitely cutting into a lot of those touches, especially those valuable touches. And like you say, he's getting that goal line work. So – yeah, man. Uh, trading away, Ronald Jones. I think that's a good move. And, you know, teams are definitely desperate right now at this point in the season. A lot of injuries. You know, you're dealing with bye weeks, too. and You definitely are at a place in the season where you got to win these games. Like these last few weeks before the playoffs, people are like literally scrambling just to survive week by week. So you could definitely trade away some road, get some value. Man, it sucks to say it, too, man, because honestly, when they put him out there and give him the work, he looks good, man. Looks good, but I don't know. Bringing in Fournette was kind of just, hey, let's go get this veteran for dirt cheap for no reason. It's just one of those plays that was unnecessary, man, to me. Yeah. So, all right, bro. We'll get everybody ready. Can I give you an introduction? Yeah, go ahead, bro. You know I'm about to piss a lot of people off, man, but it is I what know, it is. I know, man. Look, we talking about – a number one receiver going into the season. Top 10 last year. Fent Dynasty darling. Redraft stud. Number one in Carolina. Getting a better quarterback rolling into this season. So, oh my gosh, the, the target should be better. He should flourish a whole lot more and be more, you know, efficient with his targets and his catches. Christian McCaffrey goes down. Oh my gosh, there's so many targets that are free now. I want you to talk about the assumed number one guy in Carolina right now, man. Do that for the, me. The assumed, meaning the on paper. Assumed. Allegedly, he should have been number one, man. <laughs> DJ Moore, man. So this guy, DJ Moore, he's not living up to the hype. I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater just doesn't like to do. I don't know what's going on. But clearly, you know, Matt Rule or Matt Rule, you know, he brought in Robbie Anderson. He's a temple guy. So there's some history there. Um Man, like, it's just – DJ Moore just isn't working out, man. He's a guy that will burn you. Like, you don't know when to play him. And and he's a guy – he'll have you chasing points. And I don't like to chase points in fantasy. I like to just stick with a lineup and roll with it. But when you're up and down like DJ Moore, you know, he can put up 20 points. But for the most part, he's giving you like three points, seven points, five points. That's not going to help you win any games. So, I'm saying trade away DJ Moore while the name is still hot. I just talked about going to go get a Mark Andrews. I mean, you could literally package DJ Moore up, really just send DJ Moore by himself. You could probably get Mark Andrews and then some. So 
just giving people love the name. And again, Christian just went down. So some people may think the opportunity is there. We saw how they just leveraged Curtis Samuel. So that that concerns me as far as with the DJ Moore situation. And Robbie's he, Robbie Anderson, he's their number one. So how do you feel about that, man? Uh, I don't want to be part of your letter by down train, bro. <laughs> I don't want you to be on a kick the man while he down train with you, bro. But I feel like I get it, bro. Watching those games, Robbie actually came a long way as a receiver, man. And I'm starting to think again, Adam Gates held him back, had him being a, a deep threat, you know, one trick pony, which is really unfair because Robbie's out there balling, bro. Yes. Looks good. He's dominating cornerbacks. He's just without touchdowns. He's just racking up yards, racking up yards. Really, that's what you like. You shouldn't want to be touchdown dependent. You should go out there and be able to put up 90, 100, keep flirting with those triple digit yards. You feel me? And that's what Robbie's doing. And I think that's the problem. And it's going to keep being a problem, whether it's Christian McCaffrey come back, you see him come back like he ain't missed nothing. But even if he doesn't, Mike Davis is involved in the passing game. That's how their offense runs. They run through the running back out the backfield, and that's it. So, you know, the DJ Moore thing might not be a real thing. And we kind of talked about this. You know, when new quarterbacks come into a system, you know, nobody knows who the favorite guy is going to be. So DJ Moore was the clear number one last year with Cam, or no, with Kyle Allen and all the other backups. But nobody knew who Teddy's favorite receiver was going to be. It just turns out to be Robbie right now. Yeah, and keep in mind, I mean, we saw what Christian did when he came back. He's really their number one receiver, uh, you know, as far as number one receiver and option in our offense. So, granted, he just went down again with the shoulder. Um, I don't know how long he's out, but, I mean, we already saw what that offense looked like without Christian. So, I mean, as we get close to the playoffs, we can't afford to be up and down with DJ Moore. We can't afford to guess the production. I don't even feel good running DJ Moore in my flex. I feel like they're just better options to run in the flex, like a Brandon Ayuk or a T Higgins. I mean, you know what I mean? I trust those guys a little bit more than DJ Moore right now. So trade away DJ Moore while the name's hot, get you some value, Go do a two for one, send DJ Moore, get you like a Mark Andrews, you know, who has a lighter schedule on the back end and package up for, you know, some other pieces. So you got options. All right. Um, I knew that was going to be a thing. So I wanted to make sure we saved that for last because, you know, a lot of people love DJ Moore, bro. I just think you get it to people on this podcast about DJ Moore. <laughs> hey, I had people tell me he's going to be a wide receiver one. I'm like, I just didn't see it. And I still don't see it. But I got in on it just because I didn't want to miss out. I know we talked about some dynasty peer pressure. But, man, going forward, man, I'm just rolling with my gut, man. Rolling with what I've seen. Rolling with my analysis. Man, I, I don't care if he has one or two good games. I need that consistent yeah. production, man. So, hey, I mean, we talk it all the time. And in fantasy, we're not in love with names. We're in love with production. I don't care if your name's Travis Fogum. If you're producing, I want Travis, Travis Fogum over DJ Moore. Hey, every once in a while, you go against the rest of the fantasy world, right? Like 98% of the world loves a guy, and you go against it. So, Vic, brother to brother. How does it feel to go against 98% of the fantasy world and be part of the 2% that's that's current, like right now, currently right? How do you feel about this? Currently right? You saying yeah, you're currently right right now. Like oh. we were all currently wrong about this DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson situation. How does it feel to go against the whole community and be the correct one? 
Uh, it's not a situation where I'm like, ha ha, I told you so. It's just one of those things where trust your boy. <laughs> Follow me at ChiefsFF. <laughs> hey, hey, I just dropped a video on uh, on Miles Gaskin, so you can get my thoughts on yeah. that in terms of dynasty. But um, you know, it's just one of those things where I have, a, at least for me, I have my own certain outlook and perspective. When I look at players, I look at how are they being utilized in a system. Um, let's let I mean, look at the Marquise Brown situation. Yes, he's talented. Yes, he's he's the number one wide receiver. But we all know Mark Andrews is the number one passing option, you know, receiving option in the offense. So Hollywood's in a running system. It, it just doesn't require him to have seven to ten targets. So you just got to assess the situation and just take it for what it is. Um, I feel like a lot of people in fantasy and I'm, I'm even guilty of this. Oftentimes we speak to what we want situations to be or what we think it should be. But that's just not what it is. So. You just got to take it for what it's worth, man, and just pivot. So if you're flexible, you're able to just take it on the chin and keep it moving. All right, true that. I'm going to do this one time, bro. I'm going to give you your one chance to have a ha-ha moment and point at us and laugh. Do you do you want to take it or no, nah, bro? No, nah, I'm not going to take it, only because anything can happen. It's still, <laughs> it's still too early. We still can get into these fantasy playoffs, and DJ Moore could be a league winner. So I'm going to wait. So – Let's just let's just see how the uh, playoffs play out. <laughs> Smart man, right? Yeah, bro. Um, can I say something funny to happen this weekend before we move on to the next segment? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and I apologize for not running Miami's defense against Arizona. Um, I was, like, convinced that the Patriots, banged up or not, was going to have the defense to score a bunch of points against the Jets. Everybody else has, you feel me? Darnold's not even playing. Let me give Vic his flowers again because right before the game started, he was like, hey, you want to just run Miami? I said, no, bro, I'm good. They playing Arizona. Arizona got a top-ass offense. I'm straight, bro. Patriots playing the Jets. Get his man his flowers because he takes me two minutes into the game. Bro, we should have ran Miami defense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, damn, we jumping the gun like a mug, but okay. And it worked out, bro. They, they end up outscoring the Patriots, bro. So I'll give you yeah. flowers, bro. Your appreciate flowers. that, man. Appreciate that, man. You just got to look at what Brian Flores is doing. Like, again, I know the name isn't sexy, like when you hear Miami's offense and defense, but it is what it is. Like when you're seeing how they're playing, you know, for me, I saw what they did to the Rams offense. Once I saw that, I had to pay attention. And um, those – I believe the Miami Dolphins was one of my ads a couple weeks ago. Miami still may be out there because they're coming off a bye week too. So pick them up. I mean, if you need some help at the defense spot, that's a team that can help you. They're a top 10 defense. Why not run a top 10 defense, you know, to close out the season? True that. I think Patriots about to hit the waiver wire in the Empire League, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and keep in mind, man, when you're playing fantasy too, the Patriots and the Jets are in the same division. So these guys are familiar with each other in terms of like what they do. Like they play each other twice a year. They've been playing each other for twice a year since forever. So these are usually tighter games, you know? So yeah, man, you just got to keep stuff like that in mind too. Bro, I feel like that extra shit was just like an extra shot to me. Like I need to do better with that shit, bro. Hey, we're all trying to get better, man. That's why we're here. <laughs> Is there any random guys? I know this is on the fly and we didn't think this through since I see we got a little free time to work with. Is there any guys that you know that are underperforming or overperforming that we're talking about right now that like 
you're interested in targeting that you want? Yeah, uh, DJ Shark. That's a guy I was, you know, pounding the table for in the offseason. He's underperforming, but of course, he just he just came off a big game. Um, we've seen him do this last year. He's had to play with multiple quarterbacks. He's doing it again this year. Um, we see the targets are there. I believe he had like 14 targets this past game. Week before that, like seven targets. So the targets are there. The opportunities are there. Um, looks like Jake Luton. He's he's you know he's able to step in and he he's holding down to 40. It looks like so we'll see how it plays out, but. DJ Moore is another guy. I mean, not DJ Moore. I'm trying to get. Oh him. Lord, oh man, that's your that's your guy. Too many too many DJs, man. But DJ Shark, I mean, that's another guy I would target and and run him in my flex. Like you know, he has he's who knows who's who's really the number one right now um, in that offense. But the targets are there as of lately, so why not go get a DJ Shark and run him in your flex? True that. True that. And um, I want to speak on the two running backs in Cleveland um, for two reasons. We all know Hunt stepped in, took advantage and looked decent. Watch Chubb was out, you know, but for those guys who are scared that Chubb is coming back, I need you to look and see the game splits. Kareem actually looked better with Chubb playing. They both was a fire as dynamic duo. And two, if somebody doesn't remember how good Chubb was or been down because he's been injured, target Chubb. I think those two guys are good to target right now, man. Odell's down. Um, Jarvis keeps getting nicked up here and there. The tight ends are getting nicked up. All that means is more pass down work for Kareem. Um, and I think truly that the offense can be better without having to feel like they need to focus on OBJ, just letting Baker actually just play without feeling pressed about anybody. And I think that makes the ball move around. It makes the offense move better, more scoring touchdowns and rushing opportunities for Chubb. So I think those are two guys on a slept-on offense that could actually flourish for the rest of the year, man, because I haven't heard any of their names recently, like at all. So don't forget those two guys, man. I agree, man. And you know me, I definitely love the Kareem Hunt call. I mean, they'll even put both those guys on the field at the same time. So, like you said, there's more opportunity there, especially with the OBJ situation. Um, so, I definitely like that call. So, I know we just hit on guys who are kind of a little bit under the radar or coming back from injuries. Who's been, you know, performing who we didn't expect, man? Like, who are some guys for you? Uh, Man, that we didn't expect. Is is it cheating to say James Robinson? That's kind of cheating, ain't it? Yeah. Nobody knew who he was going into the season. But that could be yeah. cheating. Uh, I don't know, bro. I got I'm one. Give me one, bro. Then maybe I'll come up with one. Brandon Ayuk, bro, wide receiver for the Niners, bro. He's basically Debo Samuel Jr. Um, he's even a little bit bigger than Debo, but – Man, for him to be a rookie, stepping into that Kyle Shanahan offense, that's like one of the more advanced systems in the league. For him to just step in there, plug and play, and to, you know, get some production like that, uh, you know, that that's a guy that could definitely uh, help you win some leagues as far as like wide receiver two or even in your flex. So I love it, man. And we already know Debo, he, he can stay banged up. He's in and out the lineups usually. And then also with the kiddo situation, opportunity opportunities wide open for mm -hmm. Brandon Knight. So – that's a guy I would try to go get. Um, I'll just name a couple guys on the fly. Your Travis Fogel. You've been speaking him since he starts stepping in. He looks like he looks like the real deal, man. Um, I like his play. So him. And let's just talk about Jerry Judy. 
Jerry Judy's balling, bro. He's always open. I blame Drew Locke for him not having a big year right now, but Jerry Judy is always open. If you go watch some of some of the Denver games, he's always open, bro. I just thought I'd slide that in there on the fly. Always can be guarded. That's fire, bro. That was one of my uh, starts this week, man, and he took off. So good shit, bro. Good shit. All right, look, we got five minutes left. We got four minutes of the four minute offense. So where can they follow you at? Let's do that first, bro. You can follow me at Chief Sosa FF. That's on Twitter, Instagram. Also, be sure to follow our podcast, Donchi Bros FF Podcast, on Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Donchi Bros FF. And follow follow me at DynastyBro dot on Instagram and Twitter, and please follow the main Instagram handle at Dynasty Bros FF. You ready to get into this four minute offense, my bro? Yeah, let's do it, bro. You got to start it off. Three, two, one. All right, man. My first ad is Alex Smith, quarterback for the Washington football team. Um, you know, of course, we just saw – forgot his name. Kyle Allen. Kyle I'm Allen. It's so many names, man. So many names and numbers and all this stuff up here. But Kyle Allen just went down with an ankle injury. Um, so I did remember that. Um, but he's done for the year. So next man up, Alex Smith. And he's thrown to Naptown, you know, the new newfound captain with the C on his chest. I wasn't throwing up Crip. I was throwing to trying to put a C on my – It looked my, like Crip, bro. I don't want no smoke, but uh, <laughs> hey, shout shout to uh, Terry McLaurin, man. So he got Alex Smith, and clearly he, he's balling. So I like the situation. Um, if you need some help at the QB position, get you some Alex Smith. Um, next man up, we're going. I don't know what. Uh, I haven't really looked too much into David Johnson's injury, um, but uh, Duke Johnson, man, next man up. I told you earlier when it kind of mentioned Will Fuller, it's an offense that's going to have to go out there and try to put up points and score all the time. And the reason why I really like Duke is because they haven't, their running backs haven't been running the ball efficiently, but Deshaun's actually been dumping it off a little bit. So if you let that better pass catching back go out there and get some more pass work out the backfield and be in situations where they got a lot of scoring opportunity because that offense can move the ball and the defense sucks. That's the perfect kind of situation that you want from your fantasy players and their offenses. So, yeah, man, next man up, Duke Johnson. If he gets that role, even for a couple weeks, you need those RB1 potential guys on your team right now. So go get Duke Johnson. All right, let's go to Denver. I got a wide receiver for you guys. Rookie KJ Hamler, two weeks ago against the Chargers, he had the game winner. Um, and then this past week against Atlanta, he, he had over 10 targets, but he had six catches. Um, so he had a big game. Um, so he's a flex play for me. I'm actually going to have him as one of my starts. Um, so when I do my start sets, I'm looking at flex plays. I'm going to have him as a start, man. He got the Vegas Raiders. We all know how terrible that defense is. So I'm expecting Drew Locke to air it out on him again, man. So two weeks in a row, run you some Drew Locke, run you some Jerry Judy, run you, run you some K.J. Hamler. All right, we got a minute and 50 seconds left. Let me get into another receiver that probably hasn't sounded sexy in a few years. Mr. Alshon Jeffrey. The only reason I will speak Alshon Jeffrey is if, if he comes back off of IR, he is the veteran receiver does have rapport with Carson Wentz, and he is a all-star. Was an all-star. And, um, you know, I mean, he just goes out there and he gets heavily targeted, man, from those games that he has played with Wentz. So, yeah, we love some Travis Fogel. Yeah, we love the rookie Jalen Rieger. But those tight ends are still banged up. Well, Goddard isn't. But Ertz is still banged up. And, you know, there's no Deshaun right now. Just there's room for him to step in in his role, and he's the veteran. So unless he's, like, banged up still, I think Alshon's going to go out there and get opportunity. 
man. So just to have him at the end of your bench, it doesn't hurt building up your depth, man, going into this this stuff. Because like I say, he's a veteran. So Alshon Jeffrey, 54 seconds left, bro. All right, one more ag. We'll get you some Curtis Samuel. Hey, if I'm telling you to trade away DJ Moore, I got to give you a Carolina receiver to rinse and repeat with. So swap in Curtis Samuel, especially with Christian going down. Hey, he's he's catching passes. They line him up in the backfield. So he's, he's the all-purpose back. He looked like a high school just athlete, just just does it all, man. So get you some Curtis Samuel. I don't got no more. I don't have drops. Do you have drops? I got a drop, man. Miami running back Patrick Layard. So I know Miles Gaskins out on IR. Um, at least out for three weeks. I thought Patrick Lear was going to be the next man up, but yeah, I ran him this week. That bit me um, in some deeper leagues, so you can drop Patrick Lear. All right, 10 seconds left. I'm going to do this on the fly. Um, if for some reason Mike Davis got dropped because everybody thought Christian was back, pick him up. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, Michael Pittman's coming back. Oh, he's balling. All right, bro. All right, my guy. Hey, fire episode again. Look, Pay attention to your trade deadline dates and make these moves while you can. It's not how you started. It's not how you drafted. It's how you finish this motherfucker. So keep paying attention. We're going to help you dominate your league, Dynasty Pro style. Yeah. Until next time. That's all I got, man. I had nothing else more clever than that, but we out. Shout out to Taco Tuesday. Black and white sports. Taco Tuesday. All right, we'll yeah. be back next week. Dominate your leagues. Yeah. Dynasty. Yeah.